Okay, so this discussion will start with the second phase of the Philippine Revolution. So the previous discussion we ended with um the first phase of the Philippine Revolution where Andres uh no um Emilio Aguinaldo together with his um set of officers um had a um agreement with the Spanish government that they will go for a voluntary exile with certain provisions. So here in the second phase of the Philippine Revolution, we have a new player that came into picture where we have the Americans. Here, in the, ano, in the last decade of the 19th century, the corona economic boom in America transformed it into a foremost manufacturer of consumer goods and became an industrial giant. So new outlets of American capital had to be opened and sources for raw materials kailangang matap. So this was the, ano, the, so it was rational for America actually to come up with a plan on how to acquire colonies that would serve as their economic dumping ground. Parang, ano nila, since sila yung bago na, ano, na colonizer, kumbaga, lahat ng, ano, all of countries in Africa, Asia, and even Latin Americas, were actually owned already by various European colonizers. So it was necessary, importante siya for America to study kung, who among those mga colonizers ay hindi ganun naka-powerful? According to their research, it happened, it is, is Spain. So, they, you know, they, according to some accounts, the, eventually, the U.S. government tried to create a situation that will deteriorate the Spanish-American relationship. Because you cannot just declare war against a certain country without reasons. So eventually, it led to Spanish-American war. Tapos, ang ano dito, since they declared war against Spain, so isa sa mga dahilan, ito yung rason bakit napunta ang Amerika sa Pilipinas. Napunta sila sa Pilipinas kasi we were one of the many colonies of Spain. Then they learned that nagkaroon ng revolution sa Pilipinas against Spain and um, the people behind the revolution were in voluntary exile. And it happened that they were, ano, ano yari kasi, kasi in your handout nakalagay that um, Aguinaldo was in Singapore when he was contacted by the American consul there in the name of Spencer Pratt. So nangyari kasi, when Aguinaldo together with his officials, when they were in Hong Kong, with their 400,000, Aguinaldo wanted the money to be deposited sa Hong Kong Bank. But his uh, no, officials wanted to divide the money among themselves. Since ayaw ni Aguinaldo, so kinasuhan siya. So to, uh, to escape not uh, appearing in court, Aguinaldo went to Hong Kong, uh, went to Singapore. So doon siya nahanap ni Spencer Pratt na when Spencer Pratt told him about uh, that America already declared war against Spain, he convinced Aguinaldo to fight together with the Americans against Spain. Ang kanyang alibay, sabi niya, um, we have no intention in getting the Philippines kasi yung Cuba, if you look at Cuba, 
masyado siyang malapit lang sa Amerika. Kaya sabi niya, hindi nga namin kinuha yung Cuba, which is in, only in the mouth of America. Nasa bibig lang ng Amerika. How much more ang Pilipinas, which is far, which is away, I don't know, almost 10,000 miles away. So with that, Aguinaldo also agreed with, eventually agreed with um, Spencer Pratt. Kaya ang ginawa nila, kailangan bumalik sa Aguinaldo sa Hong Kong kasi nandun yung mga officials niya. And to talk about uh, fighting side by side by the Americans against Spain. So Aguinaldo went back to Hong Kong with the help of these American officials. You have Spencer Pratt and eventually there was this American consul also in Hong Kong where you have um, Consul Ronsville Wildman. So dito, ang ginawa ni Aguinaldo, they, ano, they withdraw sa ng pera from the money that was given to them by the Spaniards to, to buy guns and ammunitions um, for, in preparation for their return in the Philippines. The first, um, the first purchase was successful but eventually, hindi successful yung pangalawa. But ganun pa man, nabalik, nakabalik si Aguinaldo sa Pilipinas. So when he arrived in the Philippines... Yung mga naiwan dito sa Pilipinas na continued to fight against Spain, uh, against the Spanish government in Spain, in the Philippines. So, they moral grew when bumalik sa Aguinaldo. Kasi yun nga, the leader of the revolution at the time, Aguinaldo as the leader, means a lot pagbalik niya dito. Kaya once, after nung dumating siya sa Pilipinas, he distributed also right away yung mga guns and ammunitions na nabili nila. So dito nagcontinue sila. Um they, it really boosted the morale of the revolutionists na naiwan sa Pilipinas sa pagdating ni Aguinaldo that they were so inspired that they won battle after battle. To that point yung certain area lang ng Cavite at saka yung Intramuros ang hindi pinasok ng mga revolutionists. Ang ginawa naman ng Aguinaldo hindi sila si lumusob sa Intramuros kasi alam nila Ginawa nila, they simply, you know, they simply cut the supply of water and um, food na papasok sa walled city, yung Intramuros. Then, sabi nila, araw na lang bibilangin, mag-surrender din yung mga Espanyol na yun sa loob ng Intramuros. Kasi wala namang, wala silang pagkain na, walang pagkain na pumapasok at yung supply ng water wala din. Hindi nila alam na yung mga Espanyol entered into a secret agreement with the Spaniards. Kasi, uh, yung mga Espanyol entered into a secret agreement with the Americans. Kasi para sa, sa kanila, masyadong sampal sa kanilang mukha na sila ay mag-surrender sa mga Pinoy, sa mga revolutionists. Para sa kanila, kung mag-surrender sila, mas okay na lang kung sa Amerika kasi parang superpower din. So with that, unfortunately, for the Filipinos, Um, they were actually also betrayed by the Americans. Kasi pumayag yung America, yung mga Americans to also uh, to, come, uh, to, uh, to have a deal with the Spaniards. So dito, the agreement include na kailangan daw magkaroon ng kunwaring gera, mock battle, should be made to make it appear na yung mga Espanyol nakipaglaban talaga sila. And then, they thought that the Filipinos should not also be allowed to participate in the battle. Kaya dito, ang nangyari, 
when Manila was already penetrated by the Americans, they immediately, kasi nung nagira na, so kunwari may mga putukan na nangyari from the American side and then from the Spanish side. So ang ginawa nila, in less than two hours, nag-surrender agad yung mga Espanyol. So they surrendered to the Americans, not to the Filipinos. Kaya nung pagpasok nila Ginaldo sa Intramuros, nauna actually yung mga Americans. They were surprised na yung mga Americans were already camping within Intramuros sa mga strategic location. Kasi nabuni Aguinaldo din, nag-camping, nag-ano uh, na rin sila ng kalamang garrison sa loob ng Intramuros. So, ang nangyari, there are areas na hindi pwede pasukan ng, ng mga Pinoy kasi nandun yung mga Americans. And there were areas also na hindi rin pwede pasukan ng mga Americans kasi nandun yung mga Pinoy. So, parang, parang, there was, ano, parang there was unspoken <laughs> agreement or his unspoken situation at the side at the back of the head of Aguinaldo then he was actually wondering kung walang intention ng mga Americans to colonize the Philippines bakit hindi sila umaalis and it seems na parang yung mga, tro, mga troops nila parang may padagdag ng padagdag na dumating so dito and eventually yung uneasy na situation nila eventually led to what happened in February 4 kung saan may binarel sa Sampaloc, Manila ang mga American soldiers na mga Pinoy na sundalo na kanilang pinalabas sa US Congress na nauna yung mga Pinoy. So with that, it convinced other politicians in the US na sakupin yung Pilipinas talaga. And then, and then eventually, on December 10, nagkaroon ng kasunduan sa Paris na kung saan kunin ng Amerika kasi natalo yung Espanya eh. Ang demand ng Amerika is kunin ng Pilipinas from Spain. And then binayaran na ng 20 million yung Amerika, yung Espanya. So dito, the, the treaty ended the Spanish-American War. Okay, if you actually look at on the ano, yung sa page 3 ng handout niyo, you have here the different events na ano natin. Kung, kung makikita ninyo, after the ano, uh, this situation, nagdeklara pa ng independence na Aguinaldo before December 10, 1898. Diba? Sa December 10, 1898, yun, ito yung ano, Treaty of Paris kung saan America demanded that they will get the Philippines as their colony. So we, that, that made us, the Philippines, as the first colony of America. Kaya dito, when they actually, nung nakuha nila ang Pilipinas on December 10, in December 21, President McKinley ng Amerika issued his benevolent assimilation. So, masyado din nilang ano, parang masyado din silang tuso in trying to use, to come up with these words. Kasi remember, um, in the reform movement, ang gusto ng mga Pinoy, Diba yung mga reformists is assimilation. Dito, ang ginawa ng Americans, sabi na benevolent assimilation. In fact, sabi pa nga ni McKinley, at first, hindi nila alam anong gagawin sa Pilipinas. Diba? As if hindi nila gusto, hindi nila diniman ang Pilipinas galing sa Espanya. Sabi na, hindi pa nila alam anong gusto lang gawin. Kaya, eventually, sabi nila, sabi nila, the governments are not, are the, gov- the Philippines are not ours to exploit now. But to develop, civilize, to educate, to train in the science of self-government. 
So dito, this is actually the American mandate in the Philippines in a general uh, the same mandate applied in Moroland in particular. So the mandate in the title of white man's burden or Americans or America's benevolent assimilation policy or in French on civilizing mission nila. So from this mandate, makita natin according to Professor Tawagon, na the American objectives when they say to develop, it shows it suggests about economic objective. When they say to civilize, to educate, it suggests religion or educational objective. And when they say that they want to train us in the science of self-government, it suggests about their political objective. The details of these objectives are particularly the same, if not similar with the Spanish except lang sa religious objective. So, the Spaniards came to save our souls as if, sabi ni Professor Tawagon, as if we are everyone is going to hell. And the Americans naman came to save our the Americans naman came not to save our souls but to capture our minds kasi they overemphasize about education. So within two decades, they actually succeeded in capturing our minds through education. In short, the Americans emphasize education rather than religion. The mga Espanyol naman, they overemphasize about religion. So ano itong mga interest? Bakit gusto ng Amerika na makuha ang Pilipinas galing sa Espanya? So una, expanding America's American business in the Orient, making the Philippines as their markets in the Orient. Tapos yung naval at military interest, making the Philippines as their first line of defense in Southeast Asia. Tapos sa religion naman, the American Catholic Church favored the annexation of the Philippines because it was the only way to protect its economic interest. Diba remember, um, maraming properties ang Catholic Church sa Philippines because of Diba, um, Spanish government is, ano, parang under, um, Spanish government emphasize religion. And then, the religion that they brought to the Philippines is actually Catholicism. So, during the revolution, the revolutionary government had taken possession of church properties. So, if the American took over, so the church could retain its power and properties. Then, pangalawa, yung mga Protestant groups naman also approve annexation. Kasi para, para sa kanila, Nakita nila yung opportunity na pwede ang Philippines as a fertile ground for spreading Protestantism. So the Philippines could also be a springboard of American evangelization in Asia, particularly sa China. E dito yung chronology of events dito. Makita natin na sina Aguinaldo when they declared independent when they won against the Spaniards, which unfortunately Uh, kinuha din ng mga Americans, they actually gusto nilang makilala talaga, ma-recognize ma yung declaration nila of independence. So, din, min, pinagmadali nila. June 12, 1898, so they declared independence. Yung mga Americans naman, yung mga troops nila, nasa Philippines na, pero they tried to create a friendly atmosphere kasi according to some accounts, that they don't have enough troops pa to fight against the the Filipino troops in the Philippines. Kaya, um, hinintay nila na magkaroon ng re, maraming darating na reinforcement. Kaya yung nangyari, yung sa, ano, sa February 4, 1899, yung when there was a shot fired near Black House Number no. 7 in San Paolo, Manila, sabi ng mga accounts, um, there were, ano, this were the time also, 
na marami na dumating na US troops in the Philippines. Kumbaga, they have enough, enough troops to fight against the Filipino troops. So dito, in fact, when the, there was declaration of independence from Aguinaldo sa Kawit, may mga Americans pa nga kunwari na pumunta to witness the, 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 no, the declaration of independence. And then eventually on June 23, um, the, the dictatorial government is replaced by a revolutionary government. Ito yung nangyari, yung Mac Battle of Manila on August 13. Then on August 22, Aguinaldo transferred the Philippine um, government from Cavite to Malolos. Then nagkaroon ng Malolos Congress and the Malolos Congress also approves the draft of the Philippine Constitution. So, dito, the government was really working na ma-establish na yung government. After the declaration, they created the constitution. And then, unfortunately, on June 10, 1898, nagkaroon ng kasunduan ng Espanya at ang Amerika na ibigay ng Amerika, ng Espanya sa, na ibigay ng Espanya ang Pilipinas sa Amerika with the December 10, 1898 Treaty of Paris. And then after a few days, so McKinley declared his benevolent assimilation policy to the Philippines. Pero si Naginaldo, they still tried to continue, ano, to try to navigate na ma- makilala pa rin yung independence nila despite with the treaty with America, with the American government and Spanish government. Kaya niratify pa nila yung yung Malolos Constitution. And after that, they inaugurated the Malolo, the Philippine Republic. Then unfortunately, yun nga, yung nagkaroonan ng pagbabaril, binaril ng mga American soldiers, yung mga Pinoy, which resulted to the Filipino-American War. So dito, on March 30, Malolos is captured by U.S. forces so, ginawa nila Ginaldo, tumakas la, they, they went north to the northern part of Luzon. Then, Aguinaldo dissolved the Filipino army and they resorted to guerrilla warfare. Parang, ano, hit and run tactics na and the thing. Kasi, alam nila, they are, ano, mas powerful yung makagamitan ng mga Americans. Then, they eventually yung Terad Pass na Guerra, which led to the death of Del Pilar. And then, eventually, Aguinaldo, sa kakatakas nila, eventually nahuli din sila. He was captured in Isabela sa Palanan. Then since there was the capture of Aguinaldo, so parang wala nang, ano, wala nang babangga ng American government that were here. So on June 1, 1901, the Copper Act provides for limited self-government in the Philippines. Then we have Francis Borton who became the Governor General. And he actually pursues the Filipinization of the government. Kumbaga, from complete rule by the Americans, paunti-unti daw, na papalitan ng mga Pinoy. Then eventually, nagkaroon ng Autonomy Act, the Jones Bill, is signed into law, establishment for the Philippine Senate. Kasi di ba, gusto nga, sabi nga nila daw, to train the Filipinos under the self, uh, with self-governance. Then eventually, nagkaroon ng Tidings McDuffie Act, this refers to the Philippine Independence Act na kung saan magkaroon daw ng 10-year transition yung government. Kumbaga, 10-year transition na ang, ang maging presidente na is Pinoy. 
kaya nagkaroon ng Commonwealth Government. So with that election, you have Manuel Quezon ang na-elect as President and Osmeña from Visayas ang naging Vice President. Then it was Quezon's time na nagkaroon ng National Language. And then with this ano, Commonwealth Government, kasi dati kasi when you run for President, parang sa US din, na you can be re-elected. You can be elected twice. Kumbaga, um, four years yung term, tapos pwede kang tumakbo ulit for another four years. Okay, with the first term of, ano, of Quezon, so, they have this Philippine Commonwealth. On the second term, niya, bumalik, dumating yung mga Japanese. The Japanese launched their first at- air attack in the Philippines. And then on January 2, 1942, Japanese forces enter Manila. So dito, um, bago uh, si ang nangyari, kakahalal lang nila uh, nila ano Manuel Quezon for their second term. Kaya ang ginawa nila, they were actually ano kasi ayaw medyo matigas itong ulo ni Quezon. Ayaw niya umalis sa Malacañang. Kaya itong best friend niya na si MacArthur forcibly brought him to ano to escape. So doon sila first nag-escape sa Corregidor. So, ang ginawa nila, before sila totally umalis sa Pilipinas, sa isang, doon sa Malinta Tunnel within the Corregidor Islands, nanumpa sila for their new term of office. Then after that, they were brought to the U.S. Kaya, government in exile, na nangyari. So, nandun ang president, ang vice president, with some of the cabinet members. Nandun sa U.S. Tapos, may mga naiwan dito. Kasi hindi lahat pwedeng umalis. And may kailangang, may mga heroes na naiwan. That they, who, kailangang merong sasalubong sa Spanish, eh, sa Japanese government pagdating sa Pilipinas. Then here, the Philippine Executive Committee under the Japanese Military Administration was formed under the Executive Secretary um, George Vargas. So the committee served as the government of the Philippines until the establishment of the 1943 Japanese-sponsored Philippine government. So, sa Japanese-sponsored Philippine government, we have Laurel as the president. So, dito, when MacArthur, actually, dito, yung, ano dito, ang nangyari, yung head ng military, military at the time was actually General MacArthur. Di ba kasi transition pa tayo, Commonwealth 10 years na transition. So, he promised na babalik siya sa Pilipinas. Ang problema, remember, this was World War II. Ang um, decision ng Allied Forces was actually to destroy first the troops of Hitler in Europe. Kaya hindi sila agad nakabalik sa Pilipinas. Yet which led eventually, which resulted to the fall of Bataan. Natalo yung forces ng mga, ng mga Americans at Pinoy na naiwan sa Pilipinas kasi walang reinforcement. Kaya it led also yung tinatawalang death march kung saan naglakad yung mga prisoners of war from Bataan going to Pampanga. Then more than 10,000 prisoners of war died during the march. And then yun, you have President Laurel as the president under the Japanese. Then after quite a while, nakabalik eventually na Fulfilling MacArthur yung promise na yun, I shall return. 
Kaya U.S. forces in 1944 landed in Leyte. Uh, in fact, um, last year, or na, uh, last 2019, nagkaroon ng 75th year anniversary for the landing. So the Philippine Commonwealth Government was eventually also re-established. Then dito, three simultaneous naval, uh, when, dun pagbalik nila, nila dito, nila, um MacArthur so there were simultaneous na ba- naval battle na nangyari then of course it led to the ano natalo yung mga na mga Japanese tapos the in eventually the liberation of Manila from the Japanese kills more than 100,000 residents um maraming namatay in Manila kasi sabi nga nila after World War Two, Manila was the second most devastated city in the world. So with more than 100,000 residents na namatay, almost lahat ng mga building tinamaan ng mga bala, ng mga ng mga bomba ng mga Japanese. Kaya sabi nila, during that time, you sm- there was the smell of death all over Manila. And then eventually, Japanese forces surrendered to the Filipino and American troops. Then, that was in 1945. So, ang nangyari, by the way, at this time, si Quezon pala, nung malapit ng matalo ng mga Americans and Filipino troops ng mga Japanese sa Pilipinas, um, he was already sick also in the US. He had this tuberculosis. Kaya, nung pa, malapit ng matalo, eventually he died in the US. Kaya pagbalik ni ang um, pagbalik sa Pilipinas with MacArthur, hindi na si Quezon ang presidente, kundi si Osmeña na who was then his vice president. So pagbalik nila sa Pilipinas, that's at the time, that was the time na rin na pala, malapit na ang ano, ang re-election, yung election. So si Osmeña naman, he actually ran for president. And then yung kalaban niya si Rojas. But Rojas won the election. So election, uh, Rojas became the first elected as the last the uh, Rojas became elected as the last president of the Philippine Commonwealth and the first president of the Republic of the Philippines. Then we were given independence by the Americans in July 4, 1946. So for quite a while, ito yung Sini-celebrate na Independence Day natin. Kaga. Same with the Independence Day of the U.S., July 4. But eventually, inano nila, eventually, um, they decided that babalik sa June 12, 1898, na Declaration of Aguinaldo. So with this, kasi... Um, some some actually made a comment kasi since this is also the American independence parang hindi masyadong nasi-celebrate yung Philippine independence kasi na-overshadow siya ng celebration ng Americans so they decided na babalik sa the Philippine government decided that we will go back to the declaration of independence which was not given by the Americans but declared by the Filipinos themselves so because of that, so June 12 yung sinicelebrate natin. And then after Manuel Rojas, 
So marami nang sumunod sa kanya ng mga president. So you have Ilpi Jucarino, Ramon Magsaysay, you have Carlos Garcia, Justado Macapagal, then Ferdinand Marcos, then Corazon Aquino, you have Fidel Ramos, Joseph Estrada, Gloria Arroyo, then Binigno Aquino, and then now we have um, Duterte, Rodrigo Duterte as the present, as the president. Pero makita natin, starting from, ano, starting from Corazon Aquino, kasi starting from, uh, from Quezon up to Marcos, which, not actually Marcos, yeah, up to Marcos, but binago kasi ni Marcos yung constitution during the martial law. So, these people, uh, sila yung time na they can run again for election. Kasi four years yung term, then you can run for another one re-election. Pero pagdating after martial law, ang ginawa ni, ni Kiori naman, binago niya yung constitution. So, they declared the freedom, in, uh, freedom constitution. Binago yung constitution. Kasi that constitution daw, mas madali, it was easier to declare um, ano, martial law. And then, so yun, six years ng term with no re-election. So yun ang until ngayon, that the presidents can only have six, ter- uh, six years with no re-election. So different presidents, different um, uh, priorities. So now we have the president today, we have Rodrigo Duterte, the first Mindanawan president. Kasi meron na president na taga Visayas eh. Uh, meron ng example si Osmeña at saka si Rojas. And then, this is the first time in Philippine history na taga Mindanao ang naging presidente. So, with that, um, we're not sure. Um, and he's, ano, he was elected in 2016. So, six years yung term din ni Duterte. So, this ends our ano, uh, discussion from the start of the second phase of the Philippine Revolution, then with the American um, occupation, the Japanese occupation, up to the declaration, up to the um, declaration of independence, and then up to the present where we have a pres- uh, Filipino presidents na, na uh, with the Filipino presidents with six years in office with no re-election. So that ends our um, discussion or that ends our, our presentation. Thank you.